We've got a bunch of pitching to talk about next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FPT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Wednesday, June 29th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. Let's take a look at Brandon Woodruff's great return on Tuesday up against the Tampa Bay Rays. Five innings, one run ball, 10 strikeouts to zero walks. The fastball velocity was up. Scott, what did you see in this start and how high do you plan to move Brandon Woodruff up in the rankings? Well, I, I mean, obviously, it's a it's a relief coming back from Raynaud syndrome. You know, losing feeling in the fingers. How's a pitcher going to respond to that? What are the what are the long term repercussions? It's a relief just to see him back healthy and effective. And uh, I had moved him down quite a bit in my rankings because of concerns. Obviously, he was one of the top five pitchers drafted this year, uh, and and struggled. You know, maybe the health issues had something to do with it. I'm not moving him back in my top five yet. He's he's not, I, I don't think he's completely concern-free now. But yeah, I mean, he looked awesome in this start. Uh, just really fired up, blowing away hitters with a couple miles per hour extra on his fastball velocity. More than Woodruff can sustain, quite honestly. But I, I think uh, I think he... I think he made a statement for sure. So I'm going to move Woodruff back into my top 15 at starting pitcher. Going to keep him behind guys like Max Fried, Shane Bieber, Robbie Ray, who's turned his season around, but clearly on the verge of ace them again. All right, let's take a look at a pitcher a little bit lower down the rankings in John Gray, who has been very solid this season. Seven innings of one-run ball with eight strikeouts at the Royals. His last eight starts, he's got a 3.11 ERA, 78% rostered. Obviously, you could look to uh, to add John Gray where he's available, but Scott, let's say someone else in your league has John Gray. Would you be looking to buy high based on how he's pitching? I, I'm buying on Gray in general right now, I guess, is the way I'd put it. Uh, what's the going rate? I, I mean, let's say John Gray is a borderline top 50 pitcher right now, so if you get him for that price, that's fine. But he has the upside to be more, and you know, a lot of us liked him as a sleeper coming in, getting out of Colorado for the first time. That thin air environment where Balls don't move as much. Pitches don't move as much. And so um, he's kind of had to... It, it's taken a while because he's had to reconfigure his whole arsenal really to, to to adjust to that, to getting more movement on his pitches, specifically the slider. And also there were a couple of health issues early on that I think slowed his progress. But now in his last six starts, John Gray has a 239 ERA, 101 whip, 10.5K per nine, getting a lot of swinging strikes on that slider. And I'm I'm definitely encouraged by what I'm seeing. Would you drop Carlos Carrasco for him? Someone who struggled recently? I would. I'm not giving up on Carrasco in a general sense, but my confidence is shaken, and I'd rather have John Gray at this point, sure. All right, is your confidence shaken on Tarek Skubal, who over his last four starts has allowed 18 earned runs over 18 and a third innings pitch? That is an 8.95 ERA. Scott, worryometer, 1 to 10 on Tarek Skubal. It's probably about a four, maybe a little less. I generally be considering him a buy low right now. I know he wasn't 
the breakout we were most sold on at the start of the year. We we had questions, and so it, maybe it's easy to say it's the chickens are coming home to roost here. But I will point out that his past four starts, Tarek Skubal has allowed three home runs and 11 walks. In his first 11 starts, he allowed three home runs and 10 walks. So basically the same number of four as he had in 11. Now, those numbers were insanely low in his first 11. A walk rate and home run rate that clearly he, Tarek Skubal was not going to sustain. So there's a certain amount of regression that had to happen here. And I, I think that's the key to his struggles recently. All the ER estimators are still awesome for him. FIP, F, XFIP, XERA even, uh, which measures quality of contact. So I think Scoobal is, in the long run, probably going to be fine. But yeah, it's a, it's been a struggle lately. The big injury news from Tuesday, Kenley Jansen was placed in the IL due to an irregular heartbeat, something that he's dealt with in the past. The team is hopeful that he could be back within you know two weeks, maybe three weeks, something like that. Scott, who do you think will earn saves for the Braves in the meantime? Well, AJ Mentor got the save on Tuesday. Jansen's first day out. He's been the Braves' best reliever this year, even better than Jansen. Of course, they also have Will Smith, who was their closer last year, had a perfect postseason. Kind of unfairly lost his job, quite frankly. Um, and so I could see the two splitting saves while they're waiting for Jansen to return. Uh, you know, Minter's been worked a lot lately, so maybe Smith gets the next save chance. But I think Minter's the preferred choice to roster in fantasy, even if it's just for ratio help. All right. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.